This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. FA Cup winners, <laughs> top of the morning to you. God, don't know, don't know why I've gone Irish. <laughs> top of the morning to you. I really, no, that was bad, wasn't it? I don't know why I'm doing that. Um, I tell you, what, I'm it, Sunday morning. It's the morning after the night before. How old we all? Um, got your black coffees handy. Um, but I tell you what. Like I said, I said this many times this season, pinching yourself is turning into self-abuse. And I know we didn't do this last night. Um, and I actually went on an Arsenal show last night <laughs> because he invited me on and he wanted to sort of talk about winning the FA Cup. And looking at that one back, I'm really glad I didn't do one of these last night because I tell you what, it makes my normal ones look good. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. 
Aye. Shall we um shall we get our friends in? I think we should. Um it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a win without this little lady. Yes! Yes! I can see Brad smiling in the green room there. He he recognises those noises. <laughs> I just need David Attenborough's voice to sort of over over talk it, don't I? Hey, it's Lester Till I Die TV. We are on YouTube, Lester Till I Die TV. Please give that subscribe button a, a, a click. We would love you forever. Facebook the group, Lester Till I Die. And I can say on the old Twitter sphere at Lester TID. We've got so much to go through. We've got a couple of special guests coming in, hopefully, at some point. Um, let's just have a look at a few early comments. If you want to um, if you want to get um, on the show, pin to the top of the chat, if you're on YouTube, is the link. Uh, come on, sit in the green room, and as soon as I get a break in Brad's uh, chat, I'll bring you in uh, for a quick five minutes to say hello. Miss Melina, what the devil are you doing up? Good morning to you. Um, yeah, I'm just as happy as I was last night. Like you say, it's 5.32 in the morning over there. What are you? Do you sleep at all? Do you sleep in Twitterland? I don't know, but it is great. It is great to see you. From, from last year's FA Cup winners to this year's FA Cup winners, you passed the cup over. Um, <laughs> Matthew, good morning, young man. How the devil are you? Uh, we did it. Well, didn't we just? Didn't we just? Um, what a beautiful victory for non-Foxes fans. I admire the owners for their passion and treating the club very well for the fans. We're going to come on to the owners later because I tell you what, I cried a few times yesterday, and I know Brad did as well. And we'll come on to top later because I, I just bored. I just bored, I tell you. Uh, owners who truly care about their fans and the club. I did say, I don't think it was necessarily the um, the, the most entertaining game for the, for the neutral by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, as, as a fan, you know, yourself, you're not particularly bothered. Um, but I said we, we won that for football. That... That win last night was what football is about. Not this ELS shit. I tell you, it was that was what football was all about. Little clubs, Wigan, Wimbledon, Sunderland, Southampton, Leicester City, Coventry. Those teams coming. Yeah, did I say Coventry? Oh, stop. Those teams coming through and absolutely. You know, winning that, that that's what football's all about. I don't care what any of these big owners say. Um, this might be Rob, I don't know. There's no name at the end. You look sober, <laughs> yeah. Uh, looks can be deceiving, I'll tell you. Um, let's say hey, he's been waiting very, very, uh, very, very patiently in the old green room. Uh, let's see if he's sober this morning because I'm not sure he wasn't last night. Neither of us were, I don't think. But let's bring him in and say, Good morning, badders. Hi, good morning, mate. Good morning, indeed. I am feeling fantastic. I can <laughs> tell you that much. Oh, aren't we I just? Aren't we just? Do you what, mate? Did, is that black coffee? Quarter past ten, mine. Ne nearly, nearly made a late arrival, but I am <laughs> feeling fantastic. I didn't get up till five to ten, and I had to get the show ready. So <laughs> have sympathy for me, you know. Like I said, have you, have you got the black coffee? 
No, I've got a nice. I've got. I've got a coffee. You're right, but it's not a black one. <laughs> I tell you what, though. Uh, just talk me through. I mean, I went through so many emotions. I was sat with my son. We stood up for the last ten minutes. We didn't sit down for the. You know, the, literally, I was pacing. He was pacing. You know, I always say in the last five minutes of a show after a match, I have to go and walk the dog. Um, yeah. And at the end. I could feel myself welling up, and I, and I felt the tears. And I thought, oh, God, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm with my son there. And I turned around. He was crying as well. <laughs> it, it, sum, up, sum up how you felt watching it. Oh, there's not enough words to describe it, mate. Honestly, I was, I was... All the emotions you could think of to describe it through that game, you know, joy nerves, excitement. I mean, every time we had a corner, I I, I had to move away from the table because I thought, no, nah, this table's fine where it is. Well, no, 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 my lot will score and end up breaking it. It's not my table. <laughs> you know, and I was pacing round. I was pacing round when it was like 80 minutes and I was sat here going, ref, come on, I know there's 10 minutes left. Just throw the whistle. We don't care. No yeah. one cares. Just give us a game. And I tell you what, and I, I, and I've, I've done this in other... I did this. Melina will remember me doing this in the Arsenal-Chelsea game. <laughs> I, was, I was joining in on a, on, on a live watch-along and, and I did it and I, I haven't got it here, but um, I, I'm not a biggest fan of Donald Trump, but I must admit, I agreed with him. Stop the count now. Stop the game now. And look, I know we had a jest about it, and I had a jest about it yesterday. Um, but don't come on here, first of all, with with too much abuse on here. We've always took a big stance on social media blackout over mm. bullying online and that. But it was you can't help but feel a little bit smug that the guy who scored their goal that got wiped out was Ben Chilwell, can you? <laughs> Not under the circumstances of his league yeah. being different to Kante. Like I said, don't come out here with full-on abuse because it won't get up on the screen. Chris won't allow it. But we can have a little jest and banter about it because it's like how fitting for the story was it that an yeah. ex-Fox denies only to be denied himself. Denied twice, in fact, let's be honest yes, with by, you. By, yes, by the best keeper in the Premier League yes. this season, hands down. Yes. I mean, me, what a save. It was. And I just want to, it is a very good point you made there. We won't stand for abuse. We'll have a bit of banter. Banter's one thing. The odd swear word is another. You know, we're set up now in the group that even if your post includes a swear word, it doesn't even get through to Brad or me to decide yeah. whether we're going to put it in or not. Yeah. Um, but that well, awkward moment where you leave to go and win trophies and then a 19-year-old that replaces you goes and wins an FA Cup. Yeah. Of course, of course. But what I just want to say is, and somebody posted this as a thing this morning, was that why was his post deleted? There was nothing wrong with it. And I just want to say here on live, last night there was – I turned my phone off for – um, the match. I just didn't have the phone on. I wasn't on social media. I had the time with my son and, you know, time after when we were celebrating and crying and emotional and hugging and doing all that. Um, and when I turned my phone on, I think there was something like 80 odd messages in total that, I, you know, that, that, you know, posts needing approval that I had to get through. 
Um, the same again about 11 o'clock at night. Brad, you dealt with sort of 20 or 30 at a time as well. This morning, I woke up to nearly 50 more posts. And the thing is, a lot of them are the same. A lot of um, the the posts, they, they included sort of 10, 11 pictures, but they're all the same. And it just doesn't add to... The, the you know the chat in the group if you know five posts one after the other are exactly the same and if you read the rules that is why so don't go mad posting it doesn't automatically get you posted up but let's laugh at Chilwell I mean what what made me laugh was that for some reason we were booing Alonso I think that's fine. I just wanted to boo boo he had the same air didn't he I, and do you know what was funny I think the commentators <laughs> picked up on it and they just said it just feels good. I yes. remember that challenge that happened on um, Thomas when he got, but when it, whoever it was came in hard and he got booked. And for the first chant in 18, it, first time in 18 months, you heard off, 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 off. Yes. You heard that chance. Yes. And it just, it just made the occasion even better. Yeah. I mean, no disrespect to Chelsea fans. Where were you? No, I heard there was 22,000 fans in that stand. Where were oh. the Chelsea fans? Because I didn't hear them. I spoke to somebody last night uh, briefly, and um, so we were like, we were, you can hold on to that question because we've got uh, our roving reporter in the green room. I'm not exactly sure what he's got on his head, but I'll bring him in in a minute. You can ask that question because I never heard one Chelsea song, you know. No. So let's just have a look at a couple more um uh, Lachlan Onions uh, saying here was totally worth staying up till 5am. We've got either side. We've got Canada with Molina. We've got Australia with Lachlan. Welcome, mate. Yeah, I bet it well, was. I mean, I didn't go to sleep. I didn't go to sleep till about 4am and then I only had an hour. The old bladder wouldn't uh, said, you've drunk too much. Get up. You know, <laughs> you know, you know those days when you suddenly think you've bought a waterbed, but you haven't. Um, <laughs> in the FA Cup yeah. had me in bits more than winning the Prem. I cried at that as well, and I was there for the prem, and that was the that was the big difference. Is was that you know you could be at the ground, and not all of us could be, obviously at Wembley. Burnley fan, cricket field, NTV. Congratulations, guys! Well deserved. Bet you as happy as the yes in yes. Moments <laughs> you'll never forget with the loved ones as well. But VAR man of the match for me. Got, got to be totally, you know, I love VAR. Matthew cried all day long. Last time I cried so much, my little girl was born. Um, well, I hope you didn't, that didn't happen yesterday while you were watching the game because yeah. they'd have had to just get on with uh, it. Otherwise, they, she's you know. just been called Tillemans. There's a guy I do a Man United chat with and um, oh, he's called Keen. Hello. I think you might have done it with him as well. And I did say to him, um, I said, it's a good yes. job your, your mum and dad weren't fans of Wan Bissaka. <laughs> morning, Foxes. Oh, God, yeah. Morning, Sandra. Uh, Craig, I haven't forgotten you. I can see you. Just as everybody's talking this morning. Uh, morning, Chris. Still euphoric this morning. What a great team and owner we have. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna come along to that. Melina, you're brilliant. You you're up so early for us. Last time I was up that early, it was called Morning Glory. I'll tell you. Here we go. Stephen Collins. So which cheeky are getting the tattoo on, Chris? Stephen, shush. I was hoping everybody had forgotten. I was <laughs> don't don't mention the, don't mention the tattoo. I mentioned it once. I think I got away with it. Um, uh, Ravenite uh, FC. Um, 
Only bad thing is I'm sick, caught it off my dad's sore throat. I hope you're okay. Um, right. Let, let That question that you asked, hold on to it there. He was at Wembley yesterday. Um, he is at Leicester today. He's got home. He got home in one piece. Obviously, he couldn't drink because he was driving. So did he get drunk when he got home? Let's ask him. Craig, hello, sir. Hi, how you doing? Hi, Brad. Oh, what going? have you got in your I'll head? Yeah, it's one of the hats that was on the uh, on the um, on the seats. Oh, everyone you got was, uh, seats as well. Everyone was given a hat and a scarf, and uh, you know our our owners oh, yeah. look after them, uh, all the fans. Yeah. And uh, there was a little gift bag on the seats. So um, uh, yeah. yeah, just say, so Dave. I can see you in the green room. I'll bring you in in a second. The question: What was the question, Brad? Yeah, Craig, you were there. You must have been able to see it. There's 22,000 fans in that, and all I could hear is you wonderful lot singing. Were Chelsea fans even in the ground? It was, you know what, it was weird, Brad. It really was, because I think because they um, because they live local, they only seem to turn up in the last 10 minutes. You know, on Wembley Way, there was Leicester fans everywhere. It was absolutely amazing to hear little pockets of songs breaking out. You know, there was a big one on Wembley Way and then there's a little area round the side that was all blocked off. And all of a sudden, you realise that all the coaches had arrived and all the singing started. And it was absolutely amazing. Chelsea fans, I, I don't know. I'm not sure if they were cardboard cutouts just to make them look like they were they were there, that they'd done it the same <laughs> at Stamford Bridge. But I, I also listened to... Um, I listened to the BBC commentary back last night and... Uh, they commented on it as well. They said, we're, we are a little bit closer to the Leicester fans than the Chelsea fans, but you cannot hear the Chelsea fans singing. It's just Leicester. And I spoke to my uh, my daughter, who sadly couldn't make it. Uh, she said on the TV coverage, every time they showed fans, it was Leicester fans because yeah. there was nothing yeah. to show from the Chelsea fans. Yeah. who just stood there or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, I think we just enjoyed being there. You know, Talking, talking about singing... Um, yeah. that or you know, this is almost produced well this morning. <laughs> We're talking about singing, and he may even give us a rendition of um, <laughs> We're gonna win the cup. I don't know, we can but hope for those of us of a certain age, like myself. If I said to you, Craig, and please don't let me down here, if I said to you, Under the Moon of Love, what would that what would that bring to mind? Well, obviously, Shawadi Wadi. Exactly. That's the word I'm looking for. Although, and here he is. He was the lead singer of Shawadi Wadi for many, many years. Dave Bartram, good morning, sir. Good morning, Dave. I don't know how are you doing. I'm a bit hoarse. <laughs> <laughs> you were watching it at the King Power, were you? No, I was watching it at Wembley, mate. Oh, you're at Wembley. Sorry. When, when you said you were at the. Because um, you said you were having a meal, I just I thought you'd be invited oh. to the King Power. No, that was at Wembley. That, that was in the in the atrium at Wembley with the with the prawn sandwich brigade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we we are uh, we we are with we are with footballing fan royalty here. Yeah. No, I went down with the, I went down with the birch, and uh, oh, I'm, right. a friend, I'm a friend John Holmes. So uh, yeah, no, what an unbelievable yeah. day. Even being sat in the car park for about an hour and a half at the end of the game, it didn't really didn't matter. It was just, it was just amazing. <laughs> whole I game, bet. Just Chris, Chris, and what Chris, a winning I just, goal! What a yes. goal. I just wanted to say, yeah. I just wanted to say, Dave, 
I was listening to Talk Sport on the way back um, up the motorway, and they were playing songs from all their Leicester bands. So they had Mark Morrison, Kasabian, people were writing in, and clearly someone had passed a note to the presenter and said, right, the next one we're going to play is Show a Daddy. Show a Daddy, I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> she had to come on afterwards and and uh, and apologise because of course she knew who right Shorty what he was. She couldn't read the note properly. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just want to say even the professionals uh, uh, make cock ups because I was supposed to be on Talk Sport this morning this afternoon. I ended up going on yesterday morning at ten o'clock to fill in the gap, and then they asked me on at eight o'clock last night. And the show didn't start till eight thirty because of the uh, celebrations they were covering at Wembley. So it was all uh, it was all all chaos yesterday, and and that's the best way to have it. I just want to show you for, and then you can give your comments on this. But lots of tweets last night. Uh, this was one that came out from James Corden, and I'll just read it. I'm so happy for every LCFC fan uh, and players. They are brilliantly run football club from top to bottom. These scenes are what the European Super League wanted to destroy. This is a victory for football fans and the hope that lives inside all of us. Congratulations, Leicester. That's Brad, brilliant. first of all, yeah, I'll just come to you first, Brad. Uh, yeah, I just, mean, that, that's it, isn't it? Uh, well, I, I've, I've always been a big fan of James Corden. I, I was a big Gavin <laughs> and Stacey fan and... He does make me laugh with his snippets he does on Saturday Night Live over there when I see him. Obviously, I don't watch that show because I'm not in America, but I, I've always been a big fan of him and what he does. And he's very much right. It felt like a collective victory for football. You know, we spoke after the game, both drunk and emotional, but with the same purpose behind it. It really did felt like a, a big victory for football. And, and there was a lot of fans of the neutrals and even Chelsea fans, my I add, that and fair play to them coming out and saying it, it was it was a very well-deserved victory and, and good on football because it's just kept that message going. Mm. You know, that was... I said to you, you know, Chris, the ESL in the strangest way was the best thing that could happen to football because it just showed that the fans can put the differences aside and reunite against a cause we yeah. don't stand for. And, you know, yet yeah. again, Leicester had to step up to the main role and be the little fairy tale hero. And here we are talking about how we're now FA Cup champions, and it's just brilliant to see the support. Dave, I mean, I don't know about yourself. I mean, I, I've I've moved around the country a lot. Obviously, born and bred in Leicester, but with my job, I've moved up to Lancashire. I'm down in Dorset now. I've moved over, so I've got a lot of friends that aren't Leicester fans. Um, and I've got I've got like Melina on on here, who who is a um, uh, an Arsenal fan and Raven Knight there, you know, saying from a Liverpool fan, Chris, so happy for Brendan. I mean, I was getting so many good and well dones from, you know, non I mean, there wasn't many Chelsea ones. I think I got one off a Chelsea friend, but the, the congratulations I was getting from fans of other clubs that just, I think, wanted us to win because we're still perceived as little Leicester, but we, it was almost like a win for football, wasn't it? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. The, the the ESL idea. I mean, people, fans of football, was so so against that. It, I mean, it's obscene, you know. Yes. Perez, the, the Real Madrid uh, president. I mean, it is obscene. It's all about greed. Football won yesterday, uh, mm. and the, the whole country was supporting Leicester outside of South West London, and that was incredible. 
and and the never yeah. say die spirit of the lads we didn't let anyone down it, 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 it was a it was a day where football won it was just just incredible I'm still buzzing now I, I think <laughs> I've, I've already I got up this we didn't get out at one o'clock and I've, I've already watched it back three times <laughs> I recorded it all yesterday on the BBC. I very rarely record live matches, but I thought, no, just in case, just in case. I mean, I, I don't know what, I don't think, um, I don't think Craig's been to bed, bed and he's still buzzing because there's no other excuse for wearing that hat, is there, Craig? I'm, I'm still in the, I'm still in the FA Cup winning spirit. I mean, just on that point as well, listening to Talk Sport on the way back, there were so many fans ringing in from other clubs. Um, saying exactly the same that it was a victory for football and how well Leicester are run as a club and the the, the shots of the owner coming down and it, you know it's just amazing and, and you're right the the rest of football outside that top six and a lot of fans of the top six or the big six mm -hmm. as they call themselves were, well, you know, were behind us and and it is as you said Dave it was a victory for football yeah the the, the, the strange thing was that the whole dynamic on the day was. Chelsea turned up in tracksuits, which was kind of an insult to the competition. And yeah. you know, everyone, everyone in the stadium was saying, uh, "Arrogant! You're going to get yours." Yeah. And, and again, you know, football won. It's. Yeah. I didn't. It, really, I was doing the pre-match show with Brad. I, mean, I didn't and until I went in. My son had got here, and he was sort of watching it on the TV. And he went, "Yeah, they've turned up in tracksuits, Dad." And I'm going like, "You're joking!" You know, it's. It, I mean, even you know, even looking back at you know the 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 Spice Boys at Liverpool in the white suits, but at least they were in suits, weren't they? You know, it's uh, yeah, not gone. Yeah, Matthew says right. there he lives in Swindon, and the amount of support before the game uh, went out shopping in. Uh, in gym etc was unreal you went shopping in the gym never <laughs> okay matthew um scott good morning to you scott hope you're feeling better you've not been well great news with the uh, result of the test thank you got back and i should just say before anybody wonders it was a covid test not a you know not a vd test so just you know scott he's, not, he's all right uh but no you, you you're good scott it's good to hear uh so happy to see both morgan and michael lift the cup very fitting um I must admit, when I saw Morgan on the bench, I thought, yeah, he's going to bring him on here quite rightly as well. Um, and I just hoped that he didn't come. I mean, I joked, we said, about bringing him on in the you know, 89th minute, you know, and then I just hoped because I expected him to. I didn't want him to do a John Terry, <laughs> put the shirt on and then turn up. But, but Brad, it was great. And Schmeichel um, shared that moment with him, didn't he? Because Schmeichel had got the cup. He went over. He didn't get, and I was surprised he didn't get the captain's armband when he came on. And it was just the respect those two had for each other. One was a club captain that said, "No, you're the captain on the pitch. You stay in." And then the captain of the day saying, "Like, come on, you're the club captain. Come and lift it with me." Yeah, it, it just made. That Sorry. Oh yeah, everything everything about it was just a magical moment when you see, you know, it was funny seeing a a Villa fan have to hand it to a Leicester player. That was funny in William. <laughs> you know, that, that added a little bit extra to it, didn't it? And then you saw you saw like you said, Casper go in. Come on, Morgs, get here. Yeah. You know, there was no way he was not lifting that trophy with with without where's Morgan's hands on it as well and you know I, I said this to you didn't I when we rang Chris I said there's you know you could add Vardy and Albright and, and Fuchs etc like this you know they're all 
well deserving of it. There's no one above the other, but you also you just felt a little bit extra pride and happiness towards the likes of Albright and Vardy, Morgan, Fuchs, and and Casper because they they're, they're the reigning souls, aren't they, from that Premier League side? They can officially yeah, say we've done both. We've won the Premier League and the FA Cup of Leicester. I know there's a club. They're going to remember it and enjoy us for, for, for years to come. But you just felt a little bit more pride, extra pride, should I say, not more pride, but extra pride when you saw them lifting it. He was like, go on, lads, you really do deserve it. Like, they all deserved it on the day. And they, they I think it was a nice touch. Feet. I don't know if they managed yeah. to get them down. But, no. Well, they presented you know, the Brendan, Brendan, Brendan to, to, to like, the side the of the pitch. Sorry, Brad. They presented the trophy to the side of the pitch when all the fans were down at one end. What worried me was whoever was stood behind um, Craig. I don't know if you saw it at all, because uh, you were down the side. I think I know yeah. you may well have been Dave. But when they actually lifted the trophy, whoever was stood behind Casper and Wes got a hell of a whack because the top of the trophy went off behind them, and I think hit somebody on the head. <laughs> yeah. It did indeed, and uh, I'm not sure how much on TV they showed of. Uh, Kalechi Inacho as well because he managed to get the base and was walking around with it on his head for a good 10 minutes not holding it he was, I know it was, like, it was a, like he had a basket of fruit on his head it was absolutely ridiculous and just one no. thing Chris I think it's worth mentioning um, the fact that I think this is the first time all season I've got the score prediction right well done, well done. He had to get that one in. You see, there, that's uh, that's Brad's cuckoo clock, by the way. We wait for that every show. It, yeah, uh, it's we a know- perfect, perfectly time to join in the show. Sorry, lads. That, 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 that's just to prove that we are live. But this, and I, I I'm not going to lie, and I, and, I, and I actually said, I think grown men cry at football matches, that's what defines us. But this to me is the picture that really sums up the whole of yesterday. Mm-hmm. That guy, and I was willing him to come down from the stands. I was like, come on, come and join in, come and join in. And finally, Dave, you know, I think Casper went and got him and pulled down. And they said, you know, on BT Sport, uh, what other chairman, you know, yes. uh, at the moment, in olden days, it would have been different, but what other chairman at the moment would have gone down, or A, would have been there, and B, would have gone down, and, you know, he was he was lifting the trophy. He was tears in his eyes, praying to his dad. I mean, we owe those guys so much. And as I've put there, you know, thank you from every Leicester City fan. And he's such a gentle soul. He's, he's just mm. a lovely guy. Yeah, he really is. And he, yes. he, and he loved his dad to bits, obviously. And um, uh, it, it's like you say, when, when he looked up to the, the sky and put his hands together, just magical. Yes. Magical. It did. It did bring, like you say, a tear. I mean, uh, he was. You could see he was crying on the pitch. You know, and the way he went, and he, you know, he was hugging every player. I was so glad that he he, he was down. You know, he got onto that pitch to celebrate. He, you know, he he's they've done so much for this club. You know, we we now as a club, we're we're one of the few. We've won. Everything you, know, you in in this country in England, we've won. We've, got, we've won the Premier League. We've won the League Cup. We've won the FA Cup. We've even got a Community Shield to our win. We've got to go now, haven't we, Craig, and conquer Europe? <laughs> we have. I mean, uh, let's hope we don't want the full collection because we've also got a League One winners' trophy, and I don't want us to get a League Two. 
Um, I was I was I was leaving the little trophies out of the, yeah. uh, <laughs> out oh, the window. I'm Charlie now, Chris. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm a glory yeah, hunter. I mean, uh, what can I say? Yeah. <laughs> That's the next thing, isn't it? And you know, yeah. it may take us a few years to uh, to get close to winning a European trophy, but for Leicester City, just being in Europe on a regular basis is a great thing, and you know, and that mm. takes the club to the next level, and you build, but. There's no reason why we can't put uh, a good performance next season. I think now we've had that experience of doing it this year. Yeah. Well, if we can creep well, into the Champions League, then you know you, you can attract great players. You yeah. can attract yeah. the top players, and, and yeah. we, we could wind up with a really, really fantastic squad next season. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, it, it it's would be scary where we could go. And the thing it? is, it's put that bottle is. Yeah. yeah, and it's put that bottlers thing right in a drawer, hasn't it? That won't be Absolutely. for a while now. That won't be. Yeah, we, we, we've got a nicker draw on Tuesday. Nicker draw yeah. on Tuesday and beat yeah. Spurs. Yeah, and we get corner, corner flags, lads. Let's get used to seeing them in the stadiums. We're going to have little corners for our flags on the corners now. I can officially say that. <laughs> right, we're going to get another it's guest in. I'm just going to take a quick 10 second break and we'll be right back after this and we'll bring uh, Barry Pierpoint in. Leicester Till I Die TV, your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Good morning. Good morning, Barry. Did that, did that work? I'm not, again, I always say it never works at this end. Good morning, Barry. Welcome along. Good morning, team. Welcome, everybody. Nice to see you all. You all look smiling. Your eyes are all open, or not, or sort of slightly <laughs> open a bit. I think most of you. <laughs> I tell you what, I, I I was speaking to Brad last night, wasn't I, Brad? We did I did a video, I shocked him and, and did a video call, and thank God he'd got dressed because he wasn't dressed when he did the show before. Um, but we we were, we were I think we were we were gone. I think you were worse than me though, Brad. Fine, I can't hear it. It's a bit. Oh, basically, I spoke to Brad last night, and he he was rather it, it oh, consumed a lot mate, of the old the falling down water. <laughs> yeah, I'm thankful for my Jesus powers because I'm fine this morning. I recovered myself before I went to sleep. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, well, I haven't. I, 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 like I said to you, I, I drank and got more emotional than when we won the league because it sort of hit me at a point where I kind of went, you know, when we won the league, there was always that game, wasn't there? Whether it was the Man City game or. Liverpool game or whichever game it went in your head you thought this you know Leicester are actually going to win the league whereas the yeah. FA Cup it's never a, a thing you get overconfident about at any stage and when it got down to the last 10 minutes that's when it really hit me that mm. you know shit we're actually going we actually might actually do this we might end the wait for the FA Cup and when we did <laughs> oh well my mate before game didn't expect me to live up to it said to me go and run out in the street and celebrate well I did and I made sure Hayward, where I live, knew that Leicester were the champions of the FA Cup. <laughs> and I had a hell of a night. But the drama was incredible, wasn't it? Just an occasion. Yeah. I mean, Barry, I just want to ask you as sort of the, 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 the business side of, of, of the club, if you like. Uh, where where would this where can this take Leicester now as a club on on the back of winning uh, uh, which is probably sort of the, the biggest cup trophy in the world? Well, I think Leicester's got a lot of potential, and I think the owners uh, have taken this club a great pace from where when I used to be at the club years ago. I mean, these owners 
the, the, the people respect them, the fans respect them, the manager respects them, the players respect them. It's not like some owners where everybody's on the, the owner's backs so or only there for taking money out of the, uh, of the club. These people have put so much money in. I actually think Leicester now can be the top club in the UK. Never mind Manchester United, Manchester City. I think the way things are going, um, I think we've got a great opportunity now to, to be the, uh, the kingpin, the king power. Dave, yeah, Dave, I mean, the, the Premier League got us a whole new breed of fans from around the world and success brings these other fans in. But the FA Cup can just do the same, can't it? Because it is so, it, it's watched up literally every corner of the world. But when you, when you see what happened yesterday, I mean, the, the entire day was just full of glory. It, it, I mean, it was just an absolutely spectacular day. And anyone that, that says we should be prioritising the, uh, the Champions League, we're, we're wrong. You know, we, we might yeah. get both. You know, we've got a hell of a chance of, of, of getting both. But what a season that would turn out to be. Yeah. Yes. You know, at, at the end of the day, I, I go back to saying it's, this is all about football. It's not really about money. Le Leicester is a superbly run club. You know, the CEO, Susan Whelan, is, is, she's a, a wonderful woman and she works tirelessly. You know, I, I, these people, our whole administration, it's it's it has to be the best it's ever been. It's so harmonious. It's it's just. Wonderful. You didn't mean that, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> I used to buy your records. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, in no way am I disparaging uh, you, you, Barry. But um, about some of the people you 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 were underneath, mate. Thank you. <laughs> I think you better. I think you better stop that now before we have before we have a fight in the room. You know, but, but Craig, as, as as Dave alluded to, there we could finish top four, and everybody's saying like, "Oh, if you don't finish top four, um, you, you're going to lose all your best players because they want Champions League football." I mean, we're guaranteed Europa League, whatever happens now, but. Yeah. Even if we don't make top four as FA Cup winners, they're not going to say, you know, we, we're going to hold on to our players still, aren't we? Because it's still a, a big thing. Yeah, I think so. I can I can assure you that um, after that goal went in yesterday, there was nobody in the uh, Leicester end of that crowd who were hoping that we would get top four over an FA Cup. That was, no. you know, the emotion of the day showed you how important it was to actually win that. Yeah. And, you know, and you saw the togetherness of the players afterwards. And I think that was really important that everybody was involved. And there was a great shot. Again, I don't know if they showed it on TV, where all of the backroom staff and all of the players were there sharing that moment. And there was a big photograph of all the backroom yeah, staff taken. Yeah. Everybody was down there yeah, yeah, on, the, uh, on the pitch. And it is, and everybody says it's such a fantastically well-run club and everybody from the bottom to the top is as important as anyone else in that club. And I think yeah. people and players feel part of that. And, you know, there may be, we, you know, you can't guarantee that somebody won't get uh, sold if somebody comes in with an amazing offer, but you know, the, 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 the crux of that club is there and the players all buy into what they're trying to do. And I think that, that trophy just sort of shows yeah. them that there are better, even better days to come. It's tough though, isn't right. it? You, I mean, when you've got players like Yuri Tielemans and Fafana, uh, these are world-class players. Mm. They are just incredible players. Uh, 
We've I mean, got to keep achieving to hang on to those players. Yeah. yeah. I agree there, Dave. But Brad, do you not think like um, we, we're not we're never going to not sell a player. Let's be honest with you. There's a hierarchy on these things, and Man United lose players to Real Madrid, and you know it it, it goes down. But and I think we've mentioned this before. Like you know, I, I've been on I've been on 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 Man United and Arsenal and Spurs channels recently. And they're after Rogers. They're after players. You know, my question was, why would a they want to go? But Brad, b if you want them, you're going to have to pay because we don't need to sell. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. We've proven time and time again when we've sold these players that we can sell them for a fee if they want to leave. And I would beg the question: if you rang up, if you were an Ars- Arsenal. Uh, uh, but whoever does the business for Arsenal in the chance of winners, if you're the manager or whoever that, that does it, or you, even Chelsea, you know, and, and club of that sort of stature is ringing Leicester's door. First off, you're probably going to get told, go away, we're hung over. Um, and secondly, <laughs> you're going to get, you know, you might be ringing someone's agent or them directly and they're going to say, do you want to come to Chelsea? We're willing to pay whatever Leicester value at. And they go, why would it? that player might come out and go, but I don't want to leave. I don't care yeah. if they're offering you 80, 90, 100 million. I'm well happy here because you, you keep delivering what you're asking. You know, the owner yeah. said Europe in five years. They more than achieved that. Yeah, you know, they said now the next step was silverware over the next two or three years. Rogers has brought that with this group of players has, uh, has done that this season. If mm. they've been turned around and said, right, now the next like two to three years, you know, three seasons is top four and... Mm-hmm. And trying to go as far in Europe as possible. I don't see why these players, even even if Leicester went, let's just say they said Wesley Fofana, you can have him if you pay 140 million. Wes, Wesley Fofana would probably could could potentially turn around and go, I don't want to go. So just say I'm not for sale, mm. Gaffer, because I don't want to go. What it showed yeah, yesterday, and that's just sorry, brilliant. Yeah, what, what it showed yesterday is that you can win trophies at Leicester City, and I mean Wes Fofana has been here one season and he's already yeah, won more than Harry Kane. You know, that's the reality of it. You know, this is such a, a well-run club yeah. that's moving in the right direction. But not only that, we're winning trophies with, without some of our best players. You know, obviously, Evans had to go off. JJ, yeah. not playing. Uh, uh, Harvey Barnes. You know, yeah. the, these these are fantastic players. Yeah. These are incredible players. The, the future of our yeah. club is... Speaking of Evans, we completed his journey, didn't we? We completed Evans's journey because he'd never won the FA Cup. So yeah. it's, it, that, that, that's exactly what, what, what made it even better because every player they got interviewed or they managed to grab hold of yesterday was singing the exact same, you know, off the, the exact same hymn sheet that we are. It's what the club, it's what they were sold on. Yeah. I'll reiterate. It's just getting lived up to more and more each week. Barry, if if you were Jamie yeah, Vardy's agent, would you be knocking, not knocking on somebody's people. door now, saying, um, "Come on, make the film. This is it now. He's he's one. <laughs> he's gone from. He's the only player to have ever played in every single round, including qualifying of the FA Cup. He, you know, he, he's won trophies. He, he's he's played for England. The, the, now, you'd be knocking on on, on uh, producers' doors, wouldn't you, Barry? Well, you could be, but if the player doesn't want to be in that particular situation, then it's down to him, isn't it, really? I mean, so I, 
you know, Jamie Vardy to me looks, you know, a quite a shy sort of character compared to other people. And uh, he might not want to be. I mean, his missus was in the uh, Dancing on Ice thing. Once she, she likes to, you know, um, yeah. have the limelight. I'm not quite sure whether Jamie's that sort of guy. Do you, um, do you mean, do you mean the, shy, the, the, the shy and retiring Rebecca, do you mean? Well, it wasn't shy and retiring. Rebecca was very outright. And, uh, you know, I liked, I liked her style, to be honest. Just um, a little. You, yeah, you tend to find that the one one's outward and one slightly not so outward, and I think Jamie's a bit more quieter. I mean, if, if somebody came up and said to Jamie, you know, there's ten million pounds to do something, you know, a film or something, then he might consider it. But then, does he want the money? And is it all about money? It's about himself, and it's about what he feels comfortable doing. You know, really, at the end of the day. Had it been about money, he would have gone to Arsenal. Well, oh, he yeah. could have gone anywhere, but. Um, I was thinking of, you know, listening to the conversation when we were just talking about teams. Well, this team, this club, has got so much harmony and so much, um, you know, uh, friendliness and everybody's playing for each other and helping each other, whereas you go to some football clubs and some teams and they're each other's throat behind the scenes. And, uh, you know, there's always some smart smart Alec or smart arse, I was going to say, who, who thinks they're better than everybody else. Leicester seems to play very well together as a, as a good team. They seem to work for each other. They work for the for the manager, and they certainly work for the owners. Mm. And uh, that came across very loud and clear yesterday. And I felt sorry for the owner who sat on his own there with his mask on. I felt like uh, crying for him because he sat there on his own and uh, watching it all. And I think he was so, you know, uh, well, I just think it was so great to see him. And it was nice to see him come down on the pitch afterwards and pick up the uh, up the cup as well. And yeah, it was, we, we... Yeah, Great feeling for a guy like that, you know, and, and particularly, you know, sad about his father not being able to be there to see that, you know, sort of memorable occasion yesterday. Yesterday, it was so sad, you know, and I sat there and thought about that really deep, you know, I, I was. Mm. And I think we, we, we said earlier, I think the fact that Casper went and got him and got him onto the pitch yeah. was that, that was another sort of tear in the eye moment, but. Craig, I'll come to you on, on this one, and 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 um, we've we've got a way to Chelsea now. There's no fans going to be there. Well, there's going to be Chelsea fans there because it's their last home game. The week after that, we've got Tottenham, and we're going to have fans in, and that's yeah. going to be the first time we're probably going to be able to parade the cup in mm. front of any fans. And oh, what a shame! It's in front of Tottenham. <laughs> do, you, do you think we should let Tottenham just hold it up so they just know how it feels to actually have a trophy? <laughs> I don't think uh, they'll uh, know what it looks like. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure the, I'm, I'm sure the, uh, the the moment won't be lost on a on a lot of those Spurs players. Uh, you know, they've they've been trailing in our wake since uh, since the, we won the league, haven't we? Uh, but it's going to be great to to for fans to be back in there. And you know what? It could come down to that game and those. Uh, Eight thousand fans or whatever have got a may have a massive role to play in us getting over the line uh, in mm. that game. So it's going to be a fantastic atmosphere for anybody who's there, and uh, yeah, it'll be great. Hopefully, hopefully it won't be the last time the the FA Cup's paraded. Hopefully, they'll do it when we're yeah. all back in the stadium next season. Brad will know if I say Tottenham fan, a certain Tottenham fan called Ryan. I've had a few uh, oh, yeah. few runnings with, but in fairness to the guy, and I've not replied yet. In fairness to the guy, he actually did send me a, a well done message this morning. So I'm going to have to take my hats off to him and say cheers, Ryan. Thanks for that. But but Brad, if you were there, would you not be starting a chorus of "We're still waiting for you"? <laughs> oh yeah, I definitely would. 
I, I'd be, I'd be, you know, it's like, you know, when you see on the movies and, the, and like a, a horror movie and they all chase off, don't they? And the, and the yeah. last thing you knew, your mate was chasing you. He was behind you. And you turn mm. around and you go, where is he? And I'd be like, well, where are you first? Because we're even further ahead of you now. I mean, going back yeah. to that top six comment, someone threw it up earlier. Uh, ironically, a, a Tottenham fan threw it up earlier and went, the disrespect shown to Leicester in the paper is they've got the big six and how many trophies they'd won. Tottenham <laughs> zero, and it's like there's a club called Leicester that have won two trophies. How are they not on this list now? And it's like, yeah, yeah see you, media. You hate, you hate it so much, don't you? And I'm, it just makes it better, doesn't it? We weren't, yeah, in, we the weren't in the, the, the six to join it. the ESL because we didn't have enough debt. That's the only reason that that was. That's what we made the mistake of being yes. round properly, did we? Right. All right. Fair enough. Then. <laughs> we're going to come. We're actually not even well, touched on. They the, knew they were getting those straight off the bat anyway, wouldn't they? Yeah, exactly. I think they knew. Not, we've not actually touched on the match them. yet, but I, I just want to say to everybody, man of the match, it, it's got to be the, whoever he was looking after the VAR, isn't it? And anybody can come in on that one. But we this morning we love VAR. For, for I mean, yeah, I, yeah, that's kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know what it was like on the TV, but Dave, you were there. It seemed an age for the actual announcement that it was going to VAR to go up on the board. You know, they'd. They'd done the whole celebration. Chilwell had done his knee slide into the crowd. All the Leicester fans were sort of looking dejected. And yeah. it seemed to be a good minute before it came up on the board that there was an actually a VAR check going on. And I tell you what, I'm not sure which was the loudest cheer, whether it was for the VAR and the goal being disallowed or our goal. Trust me, lads, the loudest cheer was from VAR. <laughs> Honestly, the difference was Chelsea fans, when they scored, it was like, yeah. And when the VAR and you saw the, the referee point and do that and fans noticed that as a sign as the decision's gone their way, it was, yes! And you could hear such a difference. Chelsea was ridiculous. And that was at the Chelsea end. You know what I mean? It weren't like, you scored, it weren't like Chelsea scored where you guys were sat at your end. It was in their end and you really couldn't hear them. So just... Credit to you, those that went and, and you guys that were there cheering because you made it sound like a full stadium. Honestly, Dave had to spit his uh, prawn sandwich out, didn't you, Dave? From cheer. <laughs> 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 it, the, the strange thing when the, when the VAR, it didn't seem that long to me actually because I just sat with my head in my hands because I, I honestly <laughs> I, I just couldn't believe that it was Chilwell that, that, that had scored. Yeah. I thought, oh no, you know, because we booed his every touch. And then, it, you know, he turns pantomime villain and, and gets the equaliser. But So it, it actually passed pretty quickly. And as you say, you know, when, when the decision was reversed, the stadium, mm -hmm. jeez, what would it have been like if there'd been 90,000 in there? My goodness. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I've got to be honest with you. I, I, it, was, it was that far towards the end of the game that I was doing my normal, like I said earlier, get up and go and have a walk somewhere and... I was actually in the toilet when my son shouted, oh, no, Dad, they've, they've scored. And I, I must admit, I've, I've, got to, I've got to go back in this morning and clean the mess up. But I actually, <laughs> actually came out and he said, oh, oh, I don't know. And they were saying on the TV, I mean, I was watching BBC. I don't know if you thought, well, you were, well, you were watching BBC, but whether you noticed, almost straight away, they questioned the offside. And when you yeah. looked at it, you thought... If they stick to how they've been all season, 
it's offside. Off but if yeah, they're going to be different because it's the FA Cup, that would be totally wrong. But Barry, oh. I mean, they, they, they um, yeah, it was like, well, like you say, I was dancing more than I was dancing for the goal. It was, uh, it was, and to be so close because we'd taken all our strikers off and they'd put all their attacking players on. Yeah, I was a bit Barry. Sorry, Dave. Yeah, yeah. I say I, I was a bit not sure what was going on. It was a bit distorted at first. What, what had happened? So I, I was just sitting there waiting. I thought, oh no, you know, 88th minute, and here we've got an equaliser. And I thought, gosh, you know, this is not going to go our way. And uh, then all of a sudden, you know, the result came up on the screen that it was not allowed. So I was brilliant. And uh, I shot myself, I think, really, to be honest. It, it, <laughs> it, was, it, it was I think we all had odd battle movements yesterday, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Craig, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you, what was it? I mean, we, we've all sat here, at the t you know, watched it on the telly, waited for VAR, and players don't celebrate. But, you know, VAR at the other end, when... Um, and we scored our goal and they were saying a possible handball. Yeah. But I didn't see anything come up for that, but they obviously yeah. did check it. Did anything come up in the stadium for that one? No, I don't, I don't know if you saw anything, Dave, but I, I didn't see anything. It seemed to be fairly, fairly quick. There was that delay and, and you knew something might have happened with the fact that uh, I think a few of the Chelsea players ran to the ref and were, were hitting their arm. Um but nothing came up on the board, so I think it was checked fairly quickly. But, but uh, it's every game. But, you know, these these ES, so-called ESL clubs, every game. You know, Solskjaer said uh, uh, when, when we scored the winner the other night, you know, it, it wasn't a corner. Now, I think, <laughs> I think the linesman's a bit closer than him. Hmm. You know, it's, yes. uh, I don't know. There, there's always a gripe from, from the so-called top managers. Um, uh -huh. Very rarely from Ro Rogers, who is now... One of the very top managers. The top manager. Yeah. Absolutely. He is. I think he's been. I mean, I, I did a um, a, a show, uh, Dave, and it was a, a, an Arsenal show and a, Spur, and a Spurs show. And they're both obviously, well, Arsenal want Arteta out. Spurs haven't got a manager. And I said to them both, said, why? Tell me just why would he go? You know, what, you know what's he going to get at Arsenal and what's he going to get at Tottenham that Leicester can't give him? Well, they're poison chalices, aren't they? Those kids. They're poison chalices. You can't win. A couple of bad results. After your head. Yes. It's yeah, almost it, like the Watford job, isn't it? You remember with the Watford job, the merry-go-round there? You wouldn't want that. I said that years, you know, a couple of seasons ago. You wouldn't want that job because it's exactly the same. Like like Dave just said, it's a merry-go-round of poison chalice. Yeah. That, that said, I mean at Leicester we did go through a, a, a few ourselves at one point, didn't we? But we'll yeah. we'll would we'll, we'll gloss over that. We'll gloss over that. Um, I mean Brendan's come in, and when Claudio won won the league, uh, Craig, I'll come to you with this one. When Claudio won the league, a lot of that we and he doesn't really get the credit he deserves. But Nigel Pearson put yeah. the foundations in for that, and, and I think. In a little and shaky, and, and that and that whole team that you know, that the I don't think Claudio wouldn't have won it if they hadn't done what they'd done before. And in mm. fairness to Puel, and you know, as much as we kind of slate him and and you know, it wasn't good football, you know, we, we were mid table mediocrity, but 
he he did start things off a little bit, didn't he, Craig? He, he did. I, I thought, I know it's easy to say in hindsight, but at the time I thought he was a little bit hard done to, to be honest, because he did try and change the style of play. We we had to, people had worked us out after winning the league that we were just going to play on the break. So he did bring a different kind of football to us. And, you know, who knows what would have happened if he'd have been given more time. But, you know, football's like that. And, and our, our owners, you've got to say that, they rarely make a wrong decision when it comes to, to management. And, you know, sometimes it can seem a little bit ruthless with what they did with, with Ranieri, but history will show that they've made the right decisions at the right time. And that's, that's a mark of great management. But yeah, Powell started this journey in terms of trying to get us to be a more possession uh, kind of team. And, uh, and obviously Brendan's just carried it on and taken it to the next level. <laughs> he certainly has uh, Barry and Dave I'm going to let you go um, but thanks so much for coming in it's been, it's been a pleasure to have you both Dave unfortunately I don't think I'm going to I won't much I beg I don't think he's going to give us a rendition of We Are The Champions but, uh, <laughs> as I sound a bit hoarse after the events yeah 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 that old excuse that old excuse uh, you know <laughs> and I hope I'm even more hoarse uh, you know this time next week we're in the Champions League yeah. Hey, fingers crossed. We'll have you back if we get if we do it. We'll have you back on. And Barry, as always, it's a pleasure. And um, in that in the post Tottenham game, we'll, we'll we'll give you book a plug again. And don't forget, Barry. Well, you know, Barry's got a book out. We're going to give away a free copy uh, on the post match on Tottenham on the last day. So tune in for that. Barry and Dave, thanks very much, guys, for joining Please. us. Go and enjoy your Kevin. Sunday. Bye. And I'm sure you'll have the odd drink. <laughs> Take care, guys. Thank you. Nice. Oh, thanks to both of them. I'm going to um, be a bit easier now than just three, but I'm going to talk about the match a little bit now. Um, there was no other... Alan, who does my match stats, he um, always sort of goes straight after the game. You know, he was down at the uh, at the match yesterday. He managed to get a ticket as well. And he said to me, I said, really, really sorry. I've only just got out. I said, I presume you go in 10 10 and Tillemans or Vardy, uh, Dillemans or Schmeichel. And he went, yeah, 10 10 Tillemans. I mean, it, it was that you couldn't give anything less, could you, Craig? No, he was, uh, he, he showed his class during that game. Um, you know, even watching it back, you know, I came back as soon as I got home, you sort of put the TV coverage on that I recorded and we was watching it back and, uh, Everybody was just pointing out, pulling out his best bits, and you know, and a lot of the stuff that didn't come off, you know, the little chip in for Vardy, and but some of his passing and even his movement off the ball, you know, we saw it against uh, Man United um, uh, uh, and in the last game when uh, at, at Man United. Sorry, he's he's an intelligent player, and those those players have that little bit extra. They see the game. They see it ahead of everyone else. So it's not just his technical ability, but he's, um, he's, he's just a very intelligent footballer. And, uh, you know, we're, we're lucky to have him. And, uh, you know, we need to enjoy him while we've got him because I'm sure, you know, there'll be a, a few clubs, and I'm not just talking in this country, that will be looking at, uh, at Tielemann. So, yeah. But we, you can see that. You know, Brendan puts him out there as his man on the field. He does. He does direct it. And uh, would, you, would you say? Would you liken him? Well, I don't know, Craig. Maybe to a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like I've said that before, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I have heard it before. I'm not sure where. 
<laughs> but yeah, but Brad, we 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 spoke last night, and you you probably don't remember it. You you were worse than me. But you know, for me, yeah, Tillerman's great game. For me, Casper. I mean, he pulled off a couple of the most amazing saves, world class. I mean, Mount, the look on his face after he saved that, he thought it was in. I think I think there wasn't a person out there that didn't think that was in. I mean, you know, the the fact that even the pundits on the show afterwards have said. We've seen one of the best goals in the FA Cup final, and we've no doubt seen the save of the FA Cup final. And yeah. I, I think that save, obviously, we know what happened afterwards was the old Chilwell fiasco, but that was probably that first point that my, that my brain kind of went, "That's it. That 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 save has just told me we're going to do it." Because if he's saving stuff like that, that's Casper's mm-hmm. that's Casper's way of saying you're not getting past me today. And in the end, with a little help from our VR friend. Uh, we yeah. got there. We, we, he didn't concede that thou shall not score. And no. we're here with smiles on our faces um, in situation. And it's just great. I, You know, I said, I thought I understood how it would feel to win the FA Cup and, you know, say sods to the league table. And now I do understand it. I get it. I get where it's all coming from now. I 100% get why, you know, Fans were going, I, we don't care for the, if we finish mm. fifth as long as we get this job done to, to, you know, today. And they did yesterday when they got it done. And I just understand it now. I understand that that prestigious competition to win it is so much more important. Yeah. So we'll call and, and I will come back, well. That leads me very nicely into the next question. But if you want to if you want to go and get your charger, Brad, it's a bit longer than 10 seconds, this one. But we'll be, uh, we'll be back after a few minutes. And if you're wondering what I was doing at four o'clock this morning when I couldn't sleep, I'm amazed it came out as well as that. Craig, I mean, look at the... Yeah, well put together, mate. Yeah, I mean, I could have gone on and on and on. You could have had a, a 20-minute thing there right, to sort of pick out some of my favourite pictures. But, I mean, the look on people's faces and on the players' faces, I mean, and Vardy at the end when he was jumping into the circle and the, all the... I, I just love this club so much. Uh, it was uh, it was amazing, you know, that, as I said, uh, touched on before, that the camaraderie and the fact that everybody's in that together you know and mm. it was just great and and i think for them you know maybe they'll they'll think about it more this morning or in, in weeks and years to come the fact that they actually got to share that with some fans i think yeah. made that even more 
poignant for for the fans who, who who were there, but also for the players. It'll mean a lot more. Imagine winning it is great, but imagine winning it in an empty stadium. That would have felt a little bit hollow. I think like Liverpool when they had to uh, lift the the Premier League trophy in an empty stadium. I think the fact that the fans were there that that will give them memories that they may not have had if it was an empty stadium. I mean, Brad. I, I... All credit to everybody that was there. We we said this last night. The the noise. I mean, we didn't it, it, we didn't hear Chelsea fans, did we? You wouldn't have known listening to that. You wouldn't have known that um, there was only eight. Oh, well, was it twenty one thousand in a yeah. ninety odd thousand seat stadium? You wouldn't have known, would you? It was yeah. just the crowd. The Leicester fans were so good and so vocal. <laughs> Yeah, they were. Like we said, we you know, wasn't even biased. I, I had it on the telly and I don't recall hearing a Chelsea murmur, let alone a chant from them. I, I honestly I didn't hear it. All I could hear was you guys singing away. And mm. you know what was really good is is to a point, especially when that whistle went and the celebrations and obviously the players came over to the fans, you could hear the giddy of giddiness of excitement and joy in, in even the pundit's voice going, look at what's going on, you know, compare mm. it to last season, no fan, this is brilliant, it's amazing yeah. and, and and that didn't help my emotions, I was always bubbling yeah. as I was then, when, when I started going, <laughs> you know, but yeah. it just, you couldn't you know, well, you could have asked for maybe like 90,000 mm. Leicester fans in there to, for the moment but you give everything that's gone on over the last 18, 24 months you know it could not have happened any better for Leicester to go and win that FA Cup, and and, that, mm. and that it'd be their first because they'll it'll all it'll forever be known as the first FA Cup, technically post COVID, for mm. having fans in the ground. It'll be the first biggest. Mm. Is that's the biggest success? Hopefully, fingers crossed, because I think they're doing some retests to see how you guys did in the yeah. stadium. I don't know if you've been told any different yeah. Craig, but apparently the plan is to get everybody that went tested now again so yeah. they can you know see that there was no contraction or anything and that's just a like again it's just another big win for football and I, I you know what I mean it, you know you when you want to write a story you're in control of what does it Leicester haven't been in control of being a part of it and they've just somehow over the last five or two, six years found themselves a part a very big part of the football journey and it's just mm. For once, I'm I'm speechless, Chris. You, you, I just I can't find no, words. To... <laughs> I know I'm speechless enough. This isn't going to be a half hour answer, uh, but you know what I mean. I, I can't find yeah. enough words to describe how, how amazing it feels and how amazing it must have felt being there for you, Craig. It, yeah. it, it's just phenomenal to be a part of it. Yeah, it'll 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 live long in the memory. You know the the. Um... The Premier League was was amazing, and and that that sort of was played out over a period of time. So you you almost got used to it, and we all had that euphoric moment when uh, Eden Hazard scored, and, and we realised we'd won it. And then we had the moment when the the trophy was um, was lifted uh, at the Everton game. But that sort of 90, 95 minutes was a real roller coaster of every emotion that you can imagine, and. I don't know what other people feel like. You know, there was a lot of people that in tears. But for me, the most emotional bit was almost like the 10 minutes after we'd scored that we'd actually got ourselves in front and you realised that this could actually 
be happening mm. we could actually win the fa cup and that 10 minutes was like so emotional that you realized it it, it seemed to be that game where whoever got the first goal was going to go go on and win it you know it wasn't a mm. game of loads of chances so when you nudged yourself in front the emotions for the next 10 minutes of the reality happening was was just incredible I'm just going to read this was this was from a friend I've got um, Jane in Australia uh, when I stayed with when I went out there and she goes how are you doing Foz what's new in Blighty and I replied we won the FA Cup and she went really you didn't mention anything <laughs> I think I posted more on my personal Facebook yesterday than I that I uh, I have in, in, in like two hours that I had done like two months previous to that. But, I mean, it's great because I, I touched this before and I'm going to have to touch on it again. You know, I mean, I've got a friend who's a Chelsea fan and even he was on there saying, well done, mate, you know, it, it's a great win. But there was, I mean, I had a Southampton fan who's a good mate. I said, well, at least you went out to the winners. You know, there was, you know, Ryan, the Tottenham fan. And it, it we were everybody's neutrals choice, weren't we, Brad? And it, it's... I can say, and I know I've come up and mentioned this earlier, but I'm gonna to have to mention it again. It was a win for football. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Keep mentioning it, mate, because that's exactly what it is. I couldn't be more proud to be a part of this story. You know, you know, when they you know when we won the league, you know, all the media prestority was 50, 60, 70 years down the line, Leicester fans will be able to list off every player that played in that moment and we'll be talking about it for years to come. Yeah. I, the, the, the fact that part two of that journey, if you want, it still involves Leicester and, and we're still that part where people are saying they've done it again, they're, they're standing up for football and, and doing what we're doing. It's just brilliant. And, you know, like I said, fans around the world um, from different clubs, uh, I, you know, we've got a big, our following has just got even a bit more recognition, hasn't it? You know, because... You know, like like I said, it's 140 years this competition is, and Leicester uh, have been around for 137 of them, I believe, if my maths is right, or what I was told as well is right. So to to, to be at a point in football when it's really needed uh, a pickup and some, uh, you know, not just the voice of the fans, but it's needed a team to go out there and stand out there and do what hasn't been done since Wigan did it. It's, it just makes it even more special, doesn't it? Yet, you know, we were the new name on the Premier League trophy, you know, now with a new name to go on the FA Cup and it just felt so good and you could feel it everywhere. Like even 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 Cashley Cole, uh, I mean, Ashley Cole, he, he couldn't help but have a smile and go, you know what, I'm gutted because I'm Chelsea, but how much he was loyal to Chelsea being since it was Arsenal-Chelsea, I don't know. But yeah. still, you know, he played for him and he went... But fair play. And the fact that you even got away fans who normally would use every excuse under the sun for not winning the game when you outdid us. Fair Craig, play. And that just works, yeah, you, doesn't you, it? You know my feelings regarding a certain Mr Lineker, but, you know, when they were playing it back at the end and his reaction when they scored, and I'm going to go, he doesn't hide his bias. <laughs> he's a Leicester fan when he's presenting. And it was great to see. But I've got to ask you, Craig, we won when they won the Premier League trophy. All the players got a brand new, amazing top of the range <laughs> car. What, what, what is he going to give him for this? Uh, they probably get uh, a, an electric Stop version it. of the same thing. I think um, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You've not... got to have more than one car as a Premier League footballer, haven't you? Exactly. 
Who knows, yeah. Chris? You know, may, maybe they'll be like uh, the host of a of a very popular online show and get a tattoo as well. <laughs> stop, stop mentioning the tattoo. I'm trying to forget that. What's that? I I yeah, yeah, that tattoo, Chris. I remember what you're saying, though. Yeah, we got to <laughs> no, remember no, you that. Were, you, 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 were, you were drunk. You were. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, was one, there was one thing yesterday. I don't know if it, I don't know if it was picked up uh, by the TV cameras, uh, but I, I've I've had a look at uh, Twitter this morning, and I noticed that Hamza Chowdhury was trending this morning in the UK. And he went into the crowd and he picked up a Palestine flag. You know, we're talking about our club being on a on a wider, on a bigger scale. He picked out a Palestine flag out of the crowd and he held it up with Wesley Fofana. And that those pictures have gone around the world. And I noticed there's, there's a letter that's been written by the the Palestinian ambassador to the UK to the football club, thanking. Hamza Chowdhury and Wesley Fofana for for taking that moment to bring the Palestine crisis um, to a broader uh, a, a broader audience, and it's just you know that even oh, in yeah. those moments where we we're, we're thinking on a different scale, and and the love of our club just goes around the world that we're seen as this you know respectful club, and 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 just broadening our fan base all around the world i mean respect to, to hamza for that he's got a bit of a reputation with leicester fans for his partying and his his, his breaking of rules but you know the, the sad thing to say on that and i don't allow racism in in, in leicester till i die and we we try and stop it before it even appears but if even if it appears we take action and we, we kick people out if necessary uh but but i don't post anything that mm. that shows race that, that points out racism because it just starts off a, a racism argument amongst fans. But apparently, some of our players were getting racial abuse this morning, and I'm thinking, like, when are these Neanderthals gonna go and and do a meerkat and just jump off that cliff? Because it's got. I don't. We, we they'll still be taking the knee in ten years. It, you know, I wish it would make a difference. I really, really do. But and these guys, I, I just, I, I'm not going to say what I'm going to say because if I do, uh, YouTube would ban the video. But it, it's just, it's just disgusting, isn't it? Mm. Oh, definitely. It, it is. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but guys, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for. For, for putting up with the hangover and still coming on, Brad. And I'm and I'm going before anybody oh, yeah. mentions the tattoo again. <laughs> yeah, remember, guys, just bombard him in the comments. Just get your comments, and uh, and Chris yeah. has got to remember the tattoo. He's got to hold up plan. Yeah. We was see. I was smart. I said I'm drunk and off camera. You see, so he's got no proof that I said what I said. Do you reckon I was recording that Facebook chat last night? You've no idea. You can't remember what you said. (laughs) Uh, Just I have actually just remembered one quick question for you guys, and we'll come to Craig first, and then to Brad. Uh, And I won't say give me a quick answer because I know it won't be. But if we now don't make the top five or the top four. Uh, we're guaranteed top five because West Ham's result last night meant that they can't catch us now. So we're guaranteed top five. Uh, and we if, we don't make, if we don't make the top four, um, 
we've won. Is, is it you know a, a disappointing? It's not a disappointing season, but it won't be. You know, it's not a failure still, is it? No, I mean, I, all you look for year on year is progression. You know, we've got more points. You know, whether we're whether we're a position higher in the table. You know that that isn't purely down to us. We've got more points than we had last season. You know we've That's had a cool. we've had a European campaign and we've won the FA Cup for the first time in the club's history. Yeah. I think there will be a tinge of disappointment only because we've been in the top four. But when you step back and look at the season as a whole, it's been a phenomenally successful season. Yeah, Brad, statue for Rogers next to one for Ranieri. I get statues for all of them. These achievements need to be, you know, put in a place that you can remember them forever, forevermore. You know, I, 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 and you know what? Something that's really funny, you know, you want to get, look into it maybe a little bit, but uh, Brandon Rogers is only the second ever manager to go and win the Scottish Mm. and Premier League and and the English FA Cup. The other one? Mm. Sir Alex Ferguson. Alex Ferguson. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm not I'm not saying he might bring the same success, but it's just a little tip to the cat of what he's achieved because he did it in the farmers market and now he's done it in a real division. Yeah. You know, yeah. so good on him, you know, good on Brandon Rogers. And and, and that was another thing, weren't it? Because he got his monkey off the back after what happened with Liverpool. Yeah. Oh well, bottlers for bottlers, people were saying as as uh, you know after the last season and and whatnot. So this season it just makes it even more better because the team have gone a big middle finger to those that said bottlers, you won't win it because you're bottlers, and you won't make top four because you're bottlers. You know, like like Craig said, yeah, sure, a twin's a disappointment, but I ain't gonna cry over spilt milk if we come fifth because at the end of the day, like I said to you, Chris, um, if you ask me in August, we'll. It, Take a, take any t- kind of trophy that isn't the league, and, and come European positions. I just snapped your hand off before kickoff of the yeah. season, let alone let alone last night. So yeah, I'm yeah. I'm as delighted as everybody, and we can't go no lower than fifth. And like Craig says, we've got more points. So even if we were fifth again, it's still improvement without the yeah. FA Cup. It's still yeah. an improved season. I'm just going to mention this as the last thing. Um, it's been posted a few times. I, I keep deleting it because it has already gone in the group. But the the meme that's going round of um, the bullseye picture. Who's the guy that used to host bullseye? Jim, Jim Bowen. Jim, Jim Bowen and Ben Chilwell with the FA Cup going. Yeah, Never mind Ben. Now look at what you could have won. <laughs> hey, that is that is the one to end on, guys. Thanks very much. I will um, see you, Craig, tomorrow at seven for the yep. preview. Believe it or not, I think we're playing Chelsea again. Could be oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And we're going to have a Chelsea. We're going to have a Chelsea fan on board for that. Uh, okay. So that that could be. I was going to maybe get a Chelsea fan on this morning, but to be honest with you, I thought it's probably not not really fair on them, you know. Like Tony yeah. said, let's have the same result on uh, on Tuesday, lads. But um, and I'll see you Tuesday night, hopefully, Brad, for the post match when maybe we've so all sobered up a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, definitely, you know. mate. Let's hope we just cheer in the same thing. And you know what's funny. Yeah. We turn around, all three of us have turned around either on the preview of the post-match shows, didn't we? What did we say after the Newcastle game? Wouldn't it be typical of Leicester to go on and beat United, beat Chelsea and do that? Half the job's done. we just got to yeah. do the other half. Wouldn't that be an even better way after all the yeah. stick, you know, Leicester got from the media after that defeat? Mm. I tell you, if, if, if we finish top four, you know, 
I, I, I can't see anyone else getting manager of the year either. No, he does. No, has it been decided? I think it's already. Is it not already it? Pep? I think Pep's already got it, and I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I can never understand why clubs can award goal of the season or yeah. X, whatever. Yeah. Things happen in such a dramatic way that you want to give it to someone else. And I, if he finishes third or fourth and wins yeah. the FA Cup, a, and especially if Man City don't win the Champions League, you're thinking you've just given it to a manager who won his own pissing cup i.e. the League Cup and mm. the Premier League. Mm. Leicester weren't expecting top four or FA Cup and they've done both. Yeah. That, that is my logic. But he's, he's our manager of the year, isn't he? In our head. And how often did Alex Ferguson win it just by winning the Premier League when there's managers yeah. that, you know, that, that get, you know, last year it was Klopp. Yeah, he did rather well, but, you know, was Wilder, didn't he do a better job at Sheffield United last season? You know, but hey, there we go. Like you say, Brendan is our manager of the year. There he is. He's going nowhere, guys. Arsenal and Spurs take a long walk off a short pier. He's our manager. He's here for a bit longer yet. We are FA Cup winners, guys, one and all. Thanks so much for coming on this morning. Craig, I know you're probably as tired as hell. Brad, you've probably got the hangover from... uh, from Jesus. Surprisingly but, not. I think the I think the wind cured me because I, I was expecting <laughs> a hangover hangover this morning. I'm so surprised I've not. It might kick in later on. Maybe it's kept off until I've done this. I, I'm I'm off to to edit the uh, the video from last night when I was up. I think I was drunk on the Arsenal fan, and then I'm going to order a takeaway and I'm going to replay the game and have a great time, guys. See you next week. It's near. It's nearly Cheers. over. We are FA Cup winners. Yes. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. Thanks for Cheers. coming in. Cheers. Take care, Craig. See ya. Yeah, I'm just going to leave that there for a second. FA Cup winners 2021. And you know what? We do owe so much to this guy. We, 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 we. I never thought as a Leicester fan. When my had my my children, my eldest is the biggest Leicester fan with me. He comes to the games. He comes and watches them on TV. You know, we we did the seven hour return journeys every week with the Great Escape. You know, I I, I my biggest moment up until before you know before that was the Man United five three, and, and it was the moment when you can say, you know, you were I was with my son. He wasn't able to get to the. Uh, uh, Everton game when we when we had the trophy presented for various reasons. It was in the middle of uh, 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 of his university work, but the, this guy here and his dad gave me a moment when I was watching my team with in a quarter final of the Champions League. More importantly, with that, I was with my son watching the quarter final of the Champions League. And last night, my son texted me afterwards and he, he basically said, Dad, it was great not just to win it, but to be there with you when we won it. And that's... Do you know what? It, it, it says it all. And, you know, 
I'm just going to leave you with that because I, I, I can't. I'm going to get. I'm going to get all emotional again, and I'm going to sort of. I'm going to hit hit the road. Don't forget, guys. Please give us a subscribe. It would be the biggest thing that would mean so much to me, almost as much as Leicester winning the FA Cup. Uh, if you want to catch up with us later, give us about an hour, guys, and this will be live in podcast form on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast Addict, to name but two. I'm going to play it again, and I'm going to play the outro video. But, guys, thank you, Top. Thank you, Vishai. We can never, ever, ever thank you enough. Goodbye now. See you tomorrow now. Elliot here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for all the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Some people are on the pitch, they think it's all over. It is now. <laughs>